0: Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Luann Bynum, Vice President of the Long Beach Board of Harbor Commissioners, and Mario Cadera, the Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach, as we continue our 25th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local leader for over 100 years. And SCAN Health Plan for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on the port of Long Beach. Our first guest is Luann Bynum, who is the vice president of the Long Beach Board of Harbor Commissioners. Luann, welcome to our show.
1: Thank you, Art. It's great to be here.
0: You have a new executive director, Mario Cordero, who himself was a former harbor commissioner and you, as a member of the board, selected Mario to be the executive director. This was a much coveted, Mm-hmm. position. Uh, how did you wind up uh, selecting Mario?
1: Well, we're thrilled to have Mario with us. Um, it's a pivotal, pivotal time for us in the Port of Long Beach. This is a big important decision for us, probably the most important decision that the Board of Harbor Commissioners will make. Um, uh, we wanted someone that knows the industry very well, has deep knowledge of the industry, that understands our customers and their needs, that is responsive to the Commission as well as responsive to our community. Mario has a very interesting past experience and brings a lot of different skill sets and assets, I think, to this job that is important for us. Um, He served as a Harbor Commissioner in the past, so he's been a – on the government. He's been in your seat. He's been in my seat on the governance side of it, which um, gives him a different lens to the job that he's doing now. Um, he served for six years on the um, Federal Maritime Commission, was chair of that commission for, for four years.
0: And that regulates all ocean-going trade uh, across the, uh, the Pacific?
1: It, it, it does. It's one of the global regulatory agencies. Um, in that role, from our perspective, Mario knows all of our key critical stakeholders. The beneficial cargo owners, the retailers that drive the supply chain, um, our customers, the shipping lines, um, labor, Um, So Mario has a broad experience that really does bring a lot of things together for us in this role. Um, He also, we did a national search and it wasn't a requirement to come from Long Beach, but um, Mario is from Long Beach and I think that's just icing on the cake for us. He knows our community, he knows um, the city, he knows the regional politics as well as the national politics, so I think we were very fortunate to be able to have him on board.
0: You're right. He and his wife Gloria are very much integral to the Long Beach community, so that's a they are, that's yeah. a nice added plus. Mm-hmm. Although, as you say, not a requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the challenges uh, that you see uh, that he and the board will have to face?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think everybody is aware of the changing dynamics in the industry. You know, for us, we not we want to not only maintain our market share but we want to be able to grow that um, we want to make sure that um, you know one in eight jobs in long beach comes uh... from port related activities that's very important so we want to be able to be able to continue to grow jobs we also um, are looking towards, our Greenport policy is driving us towards near zero and zero emissions into the future. Those things are going to be difficult, but they're achievable, and so we are looking at facing that. We have competition from all over. Um, in Panama Canal opened recently. They can only take ships that are a certain size but nevertheless you know if business models change um, you know then someone may look at that and sure. make sure that um, they can be more competitive by sending goods in another place so we want to make sure that we're the spot for all goods coming into this country the primary spot
0: Outstanding. well you've brought a couple of photographs or renderings with with you and let's share them with our audience first is uh... just a shot of the port the port is uh... What number two in the United States after L.A.? Yes,
1: yeah, second largest container port in the country.
0: Second largest container mm-hmm. port in the United States, right, right here in Long Beach. Let's take a look at uh, what is this? The That's Inner That's Middle Harbor. Middle Harbor. That's
1: that beautiful Middle Harbor.
0: <laughs> That's a uh, major capital construction program. I think 1.3 billion. Yes. Building uh-huh. Middle Harbor ongoing, and uh, the next. Photo is of course of the iconic. Uh, That's our Gerald, Gerald Desmond, Desmond Bridge. Bridge replacement. Yes. Yes. One, one With, point one billion.
1: Yes, we're thrilled about that. That should be completed in 2019 and um, opened. One of the lanes opened in 2018. It'll be beautiful when it's done. And
0: this will tower over the skyline of Lower uh, of Downtown Long Beach.
1: It'll be the tallest point in Long Beach. It'll be a little yeah. over 500 feet. <laughs> And um, it'll be lit up. Um, you know, it's the only um, cable-stayed bridge in California. This, I think, the second in the country. But yeah. I think it'll it'll be beautiful. It carries about 40 percent of the cargo, that um, waterborne cargo that comes into the ports.
0: Well, I think it will become an iconic part of our of our city. And finally, uh, we have the penguins here. <laughs>
1: They're beautiful, aren't they?
0: They are, <laughs> and uh, this reminiscent of, of Greenport, and I believe uh, Mario Cadero was on your Board of Commissioners at the time that uh, Greenport was adopted and he was one of the moving forces.
1: He was. He was very instrumental. The Port Commission adopted the Greenport policy in twenty or 2005, um, and the first Cleaner Action Plan was done in 2006 and so the port is very committed to sustainability environmental sustainability um, social justice for the people in our community and so we have a number of large programs related to that. And
0: I know Greenport is now an accepted uh, element of the operation of the port but at the time it was first introduced it was not at all mainstream and my my friend uh, then City councilman Alan Lowenthal who represented the second district uh, whose homes were negatively impacted by port debris and uh, tried to get some movement on this and he was uh, ostracized very much politically for that but that became a, a mainstream view and, and wow what a difference. Uh, uh, a number mm. of years A make. decade and makes. A decade. Uh, yeah, yeah, a decade. Yeah.
1: I remember speaking to port commissioners prior to Mario's role about um, environmental sustainability and one of the comments was, well we're just, we're landlords you know, and we have tenants, but look at it now and see yeah. what a difference. And, and one of the things that's impressed me as I've traveled um, with the port overseas, everybody at every port I visited has talked about our green port policy and um, some of the things we're doing, our mitigation grants that we're doing in the community. So we are seen as a global And Long
0: Beach really set, I mean, uh, set the model for for Greenport. Other ports are following us, but we were the first to adopt this. It was kind of revolutionary that there's this business thing that's involved with commerce and Mm -hmm. and containers and all. We don't want to be concerned about environmental issues. We're here to move cargo. Mm Uh, that whole philosophy has changed throughout the industry.
1: Well, I think people recognize also that being environmentally sustainable is good business. Um, our community, our port is right in the middle, in the heart of our community. A lot of ports around the globe are the same. Um, but, you know, the genie's out of the bottle. You can't put it yes. back in and, yes. and not do this. And so we have a total commitment to continue this um, environmental sustainability.
0: Well, in the next segment, we'll be meeting uh, the new executive director, Mario Cadero, and then you'll be rejoining us later in the show. Stay with us. We'll be back with more of Straight Talk after these messages. At the port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, We're back, joined now by Mario Cordero, the new executive director for the Port of Long Beach. Mario, welcome to Long Beach. Congratulations on your selection for this important post.
2: Well, thank you, Art, and it's great to be here with you.
0: Thanks. What made you want to come back to Long Beach, leaving Washington,
2: D.C., and uh, the important responsibilities you held there? Well, first of all, as you know, I'm from Long Beach. My wife and I, uh, Gloria Bean born and raised in Long Beach. Long Beach is our home. This is the city we love. And to now join a port that's a leader in many areas, a port that I've always loved, uh, how could I ask for more? Yeah, And of course, having served on the
0: Board of Harbor Commissioners yourself, you have a unique understanding of the management style of a commission entity.
2: Sure. I think the Washington experience gave me Uh, not only a national perspective but an international perspective which is uh, a different perspective in terms of how we look at this industry and now to be part of the largest port complex of the nation and of course the port of Long Beach, the number two port uh, in the nation is just a fantastic uh, opportunity for me. So what I plan to do is not only understand what we need to do here at the local agenda but combine that with the national and international agenda which is so important to this port I think I'm in a very good position to have that big picture here.
0: And as Lou Ann Bynum mentioned earlier, in your role as uh, chair of the National of uh, the Federal Maritime Commission, you had a chance to uh, interact with ports from all over the
2: world and so you have a unique understanding. Oh, of, absolutely. Uh, and also that interaction including the major carriers of the world and the, the beneficial cargo owners. Now is a challenging time uh, I don't need to
0: tell you in the port industry uh, uh, a major uh, shipper uh, and tenant of the port of Long Beach went bankrupt Mm -hmm. Uh, the uh, organization of the industry is changing as the ships get larger and larger uh, cargo is being loaded in different ways and uh, how, how do you plan to address these unique challenges?
2: First of all, as you mentioned, the industry has evolved in many facets. We have large vessels. When I left Long Beach as a commissioner, the largest vessel at that time was around 8,000. Uh, now, the port is receiving as much as 12, 14 and soon to be 16. Last year, there was an 18,000 vessel. So I think from that perspective, uh, there are greater challenges with regard to both to infrastructure and also competitiveness. This is a very competitive industry. So again, how I see myself working with the commission, who I'm glad that uh, we have a stellar staff and a very uh, commission that plays a very leading role in terms of uh, the expectations. Uh, It's a very great opportunity for me to join and and use that experience and bring it forward here. And shippers are concerned
0: obviously with time and cost and the two translate. They save time, you're saving cost. A ship's not making any money unless it's moving cargo from A to B and so there's a real incentive to Unload quickly, load quickly, and and get moving. Uh, on the other hand, uh, as you mentioned, uh, you're committed to the Green Port policy and uh, uh, environmental friendliness. How do you combine what seems to be two
2: conflicting elements? Well, the great thing about joining the Port of Long Beach is that the Port has proven already, as uh, the Vice President Bynum has mentioned, the whole concept of the Green Port, sustainable development. So I think the port has a resume of being able to combine that. Uh, So I look forward to continue that leadership that's been exhibited here at this port. And I think on the other hand, there is a competitive uh, aspect to this that uh, uh, now is very important to the West Coast. And I think I, I believe I have the tools to make sure I address that. And there's three things that I think the commission has been very clear. One is to make sure that we assure our customers the Marine Terminal Operators, our carriers, that we want them to thrive because the more they grow, the more the Port of Long Beach grows. Number two, to navigate these capital improvement projects that uh, the Vice President has referenced and uh, the Commission. And number three, as you've mentioned, continue our environmental stewardship, which for me, it's easy for the Port of Long Beach because they have a proven resume to do that. Uh, Vice President Bynum did mention uh,
0: some updates to the Clean Air Action Plan uh, how do you plan to meet uh the challenging goals that that plan involves
2: well as you know uh, i was part of that process with the clean air action plan of 2006 i was very fortunate to be on a commission back then that moved that 2006 plan and uh, and in addition in 2010 amended the plan so i think it's the same plan of action engaging with the stakeholders engaging with the community and making sure we work with the Uh, relative uh, government officials, elected officials to make sure that California has played a leading role in terms of reducing emissions and I think with regard to the port, uh, we're glad to join that role and we'll make every effort to make sure that we do this in a way that again is a balanced approach. There have been a number of changes of leadership of the port in the last uh,
0: five or six years and uh, that's never a desirable thing for any organization um, I trust you hope to bring stability to to that position, and uh, as the port moves forward.
2: Well, like I said, as we commence our discussion, I'm from Long Beach. Uh, I'm not going anywhere in terms of any future aspirations to any other position or any other city for this sure. This might be a dream job from your standpoint. No, absolutely. I think I, I will agree. It's it's a Cinderella story for me. So. I'm here to do the work that uh, Long Beach has always been known for, a leader in terms of business growth and a leader in terms of furthering the environmental objectives and add that together we're talking about sustainability.
0: And I know just from my personal knowledge of you and your wife Gloria that that you both have high ethical standards
2: and, and, and that's a very important consideration in any decision that you make. No, I mean absolutely. You know, I think the, right now uh, in our democracy, I think again the beauty of our country here is that uh, we're a leader in so many ways, and I think the expectations of the public uh, basically echoes of what you just said. Okay. Well, we'll be
0: joined by Vice President Biden in the next segment. Stay with us. We'll be back for more straight talk after these messages. <laughs>
1: make me wear my bike helmet. taught me never to run with scissors. And to follow the swimming rules. You tell me to stay away from drugs. To always buckle my seatbelt. So why do you keep a loaded gun in your drawer? How safe is that?
2: You ask them to follow some safety rules, now they're asking you. In fact, they're counting on you. Never let your gun get into the wrong hands. Remember, always lock it up. Visit ncpc.org. Charter Our Community, along with our partners at Rebuilding Together, have helped more than 1,100 homeowners in the communities Charter serves, and we're helping more every day. Everything is fantastic. I can't believe it. At Charter, we're committed to improving the places people call home and ensuring that families live in safe and suitable housing.
1: It's just a big blessing for me. couldn't do it by myself.
2: Visit CharterOurCommunity.com for helpful home safety tips or for information on how you can get involved.
0: We're back, joined, rejoined by Vice President Luann Bynum. Uh, uh, Mario, Luann, uh, I understand the port has a rather robust capital improvement plan that is the most ambitious of any port in the nation. Tell us tell us a bit about it, Luann.
1: Yeah, well, it absolutely is. We've got about four, over $4 billion worth of capital improvements going on at the port. I just read recently that there are about $9 billion in the country Overall, which is pretty remarkable, we're close to half of that, that cost, I think. It, I think it speaks to our commitment to creating efficiencies um, for our customers and trying to be the port of the future. We've got the Middle Harbor project and the Gerald Desmond Bridge, those are our two biggest projects right now. We will be spending about $400 million this fiscal year and $400 million in the next two fiscal years on these projects.
0: It's huge, Mario. And, and uh, talk for a moment about the economic impact of the port and the capital improvements and the port's operations on the economic life of, of the greater Long Beach community.
2: Well, first of all, in terms of the job market, you know, it's responsible just on the, the local here in terms of 30,000 plus jobs. In terms of Southern California, you're talking about a figure of 300,000. Uh, in excess of that, and in terms of the impact in the supply chain to the nation is as much as 1.5 million, so the economic impact is huge. Uh, And that's why here in Long Beach we call this port the economic engine.
0: Well, uh, you think of what a difference it makes that we as a city have a a world-class port as we Mm -hmm. do. We also have, for the record, an airport. We -hmm. also have a major university. We also have top health facilities. all go, all components that go into a vibrant city.
2: Well, as Luann mentioned, uh, that's the reason, the commitment for the four billion dollars over the period of time that we've invested. We have a world-class terminal coming into play, Long Beach Container Terminal, referred to as the Middle Harbor. That will be and is the state-of-the-art terminal.
0: And one of the reasons for the construction of the bridge and the terminal are to accommodate these larger ships that are becoming increasingly uh, adopted industry-wide. And we recently had the Ben Franklin, pictured here, a stop at the Inner Harbor, and uh, was that eighteen thousand TEU?
1: Right, it's eighteen thousand TEU.
0: Largest ship ever to dock.
1: Yes, in the port of Long Beach. Wow. It, it, it can carry ninety million pair of shoes.
0: <laughs> that will delight our women <laughs> viewers, and they'll buy every one of them. What is it with women in shoes? I don't don't understand. I don't know. uh, What what you see on the shelves of Walmart and Kmart and Costco today was packed into a container last month and uh, uh, the way the supply chain works is simply simply incredible to me. Uh, That's going to be part of the uh, developing efficiencies of your capital improvement plan to to improve the timing of uh delivery.
2: No, absolutely. I think you mentioned a very operative word here, supply chain. I think at the Federal Maritime Commission that's exactly what we studied and are studying or at the federal level. And I think as uh, Luan had mentioned previously, you know, uh in the old days we were a landlord tenant port, so to speak, and by definition what that meant uh, hands just being a hand. landlord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But today ports in this nation, certainly the Port of Long Beach, it's more than just being a landlord, because now you have to invest yourself in the supply chain.
0: And uh, how are you going to, a year from now, Luann, evaluate this young man sitting to your left? Uh, uh, What are you looking for him to do? Uh, What do you want to see the port accomplish in the next Mm -hmm. year?
1: Well, there's no surprises. We both, Mario, spoke about it just a little bit ago. Uh, um, We've talked about it a lot at the port, we talk with the staff about it, we want to make sure that we can grow our business, continue to grow jobs, continue to be the most environmentally sustainable port for our community as well as on the globe, that's our goal to do that and um, making sure that we're just moving in the right direction and that we are smart about pulling all of these things off. And I, I think we can do that.
0: And Mary, one of the responsibilities of a leader, mm-hmm. and, and you're the leader of the port if you will, uh, is to get everyone on the same page, to get mm-hmm. everyone going in the same direction, mm-hmm. to understand. I was in the Navy, sure. Captain yeah. needs to now that all the crew uh, understands what the marching orders are mm-hmm. and, and, and moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. How do you do that?
2: Well, the good thing about that is the Port of Long Beach has a resume on how we do that. You know, No matter what commission you've looked at in the past, they've been commissioners who, who have led. They've been executive directors mm-hmm. who have led. You know, I happen to be on the commission for eight years with a commission, excuse me, with a director, uh, Dick Stanky, who was rightly respected. Uh, I hope to model uh, his way of doing things. So I think uh, it's, again, like the good news that you're joining a leader in the organization. And for me, I think, I think uh, because of the aspects that we've talked about, you know, the industry has evolved, competition is key now, mm-hmm. and I think my experience in Washington now has, will bring that uh, national perspective in terms of how we continue to grow and how we continue to lead.
0: You know, the thought just occurred to me. Uh, as you know, we interview a lot of elected officials on this show, and quite a few of them are native-born long beach (laughs) Heights and they've many have gone to long beach state uh... and uh... then become auditors prosecutors you name it and but they get a real satisfaction out of uh... giving back to the city that they grew up in and love Mm uh... their expertise in their respective fields and it suddenly occurred to me that that you're doing that too
2: well you know i came to long beach uh... as a freshman here at long beach state so it's interesting that we're in this setting a university that I graduated from, and as you know, I married uh, uh, Gloria, who's born and raised in Long Beach. And uh, part of our deal when I proposed was we have to live in Long Beach until <laughs> oh. death do, do us part. So,
0: and I, I have to think of uh, Governor Duke Majin who yeah. married uh, a Long Beachite Gloria, and right. that was one of the deals, and that brought him to Long Beach. And we yeah. all know how well that worked out. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. <laughs>
2: Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch
1: and the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local
2: celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Traney.
0: There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach.
1: You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. Nothing is perfect.
0: Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's.
1: McCarty makes a moment.
0: We just have a second to say goodbye and goodnight to both of our guests. Lou and Bonham, thank you for joining us. on you, Dero, Thank you. It's Good luck in your new position.
2: Thank you, Art. It's a thank pleasure.
0: You. And thank you guys for watching at home. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.